And we are freaking back. Very back. <laughs> Millie boys are back in town. I, I don't want to bury the lead here, but we do have uh, our our third party here to, to help us out. Um, Maddie, I did something. Yeah, you always do something. I but did I don't something. Even... Uh, no, mo, ex- no Mo May. You know about that? I mean, I do now. Well, you're not supposed to mow your lawn in May. Yeah. this I did it. I did it today. <laughs> oh, oh, you, so you went against hundreds of years of <laughs> landscaping and horticultural advice. And you yes. mowed your, you made it 60. Now, it was what was the, all right, well, let's talk through this real quick. What well, was the I appreciate you not giving in to the hippies. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I'm I'm willing to I'm open to it. Why did you feel compelled today to do that? Oh gosh, the dandelions were getting a little too long for my liking. Okay. I'd like to I'd like to half confess that I had my lawn mode today for the exact same reason. It was the spring cleanup. I went as long as I could. It looks you have just turned it into like Movember, right? And just mowed a mustache. <laughs> I did it with a mustache, right? Yeah. 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 Stepping on people's toes. Yeah, I think that's okay. That's fine. You know what? It's been dry. It's been unseasonably dry for a while now. So you're just getting after it. Yeah, we we didn't go crazy. But anyway, uh, I'm bearing the lead. Alex is back. Alex, welcome back. What's up, boys? A month and a half. Yeah, I'm excited to be back. I'm very excited right now. We're going to talk some sports. We're going to talk just way too early about fantasy football, which I'm very (laughs) excited about. Yep. Yeah, we've been... We've been amped up in the chat for this one for a bit now. We've been excited. We only got what four months till the first game. So let's I go. Know. That's right. The people want they want to get out in front of lineups, right? Doesn't FanDuel and DraftKings, they release those things months before the season. Gibby's so, probably yeah. already three mock drafts in. So let's just do this. I'm worried about the amount of things he's he's he we had a little chat today in the text in the, in our chain. A little, a little chat. Bit. I was at the gym and I didn't look at my phone for 30 minutes. I had 75 texts. I was just dropping facts on Gibby and he kept attacking the Patriots. And I kept telling him, I don't actually care about the Patriots. And I agree with you that they're not very good, but there's no way they're winning under six games. It's just the such only a thing low... I took away from that thread, Manny, is that I wish I had been meaner to the Broncos last week. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's always this year because he's yeah. now, hey, he's up <laughs> off the mat. He got himself brushed off a little bit and he's saying, hmm. John Payton might get him to 15 wins and he's starting to talk himself into it. 17, 17 seems hey, reasonable. Until proven otherwise. <laughs> um, before we dive into football, um, we were talking backstage and like, and, and I'm not as accustomed to the, whether it's East Coast bias or whatever it might be. Um, Jason Tatum literally had maybe the best game seven performance we have ever seen. And it wasn't just we talked about this the other day with, with Lindsay and, yep. you know, it wasn't just the 51 points. It was the defense. It was uh, the, the assists and the passing and the, you know, IQ. Um, I am searching high and low for any coverage of the game other than, Oh, Embiid loses again in a big game or a hardened chokes or, you know, and now Doc Rivers is fired. Like, yeah. This is a 25-year-old superstar that the NBA can build their franchise around or their, you know, their corporation around to a degree. And like, where's where's some excitement there, uh, Doris yeah. Burke? 
You know that I'm not nearly as ingrained in the basketball world as you guys, but when yeah. I get on my feet and I see more about Doc Rivers losing the most game sevens ever versus Jaden Jason Tatum having literally yeah. all these impressive game seven wins, it's crazy. It, it, there's so going on. The they were ready. They meaning the the, the media were ready um, before he turned it on in the second half of what was that game five? Six, game six. Six. They were ready to, they were, they were queuing it up. They had the drafts ready to go in Twitter and they had the stories half written and they were ready to roast them. And that's just comes from everybody hates Boston. It is what it is, yep. right? It's not like I'm like, I bought a horse. It's like, it is what it is. Why wouldn't you hate the people who have always won all the things all the time? Like that's natural. Yep. But I think part of this is just like Tatum isn't like a super, super marketable star. Like they don't really do a whole lot with him in terms of just the NBA in general. Also, yep. I have a tin hat uh, conspiracy theory, conspiracy corner view on this. I don't think anybody's bothering with it because I think the people that know, know that this ends only one way and it's Lakers Celtics. And it's, it's inevitable. I don't know how many games it's going to take. I don't know how hard they're going to try to make it seem like these teams aren't going to be, but like Adam Silver is going to find a way to make sure that we have Lakers Celtics with LeBron and Tatum and they will just print no they're gonna eat it up and and they'll there will be like throwbacks to the cleveland Celtics game seven when bird and magic like brought them to game seven without Kyrie, right Um, the only concern i have there is that jimmy's playing obviously real hard-nosed basketball right now and they just came out with a three percent chance of the heat being hated right and they'll love that story though they will love that storyline i think uh dubs 2.0 said it best the difference is um, the heater, they just stink. They're not a good matchup. The Sixers were actually a scarier team. We talked oh, about yeah. this. Yeah. The heat, they stink. They, they're not good. Like it was going to take Butler scoring 50 points multiple times, at least three games for them to win. But the Celtics have also shown that they're capable of just giving games away. So yeah. but, I think you're right. Yeah. Like there's a little bit of fear because it's Butler always. He's a savage. Yep. And, and the the other thing too is right. Like, the Heat are going to struggle to score 85 points. Um, and in the Celtics, the only game they've scored under 90, I think like three times, including the playoffs this entire season. Um, they're what just is the Sixers weak. rate in terms of overall, like adjusted defense compared to the Heat. Uh, I think it's like 15 points or 15 teams ahead of where the Heat are. Okay. So significant. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, they can't play Duncan Robinson. Um no. You know, he's maybe the worst defender in the NBA. Yeah. Uh, Max Struess was in the G League, like his 27-year-old, yep. three years ago. I don't know who he's defending. I mean, I guess maybe Marcus. Uh, yeah, and Kevin matchup. Love is like their fourth best defender, and Kevin Love has not been the fourth best defender since I mean, he was basically in the They're going to cancel each other out. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, yeah. So it, it should be like – based on talent and team depth and everything. And I was talking on the side with Dubs 2.0, um, Coach Hoy, and uh-huh. uh, he was like, I, I said, like, I think the Heat win a game. And he was like, no, Celtics should sweep. Um, but I think the Heat win a game um, regardless. So I'm going yeah. going Celtics in five. Yeah, that uh, feels right. That feels fine. They, 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 was they it can. Kevin Garnett or Paul Pierce that tried to rip Kevin Love's arm off in a playoff one time? No, it was Dwayne Wade that tried to rip uh, Rajon Rondo's arm off. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. That must one have guy's been super like soft and one ago. guy's a troll. Yeah, yeah, I only broke one bar stool um, yeah. Yeah. after that wasn't a <laughs> yeah. player. 
which is to be expected. <laughs> what more can we ask of you, really? <laughs> I was trying to be rational that night, but <laughs> <laughs> how much of a gap was there in time before you did it, and how much you thought about it—at least a minute or two? Uh, we'll we'll go on to uh, <laughs> sounds like not very much. <laughs> It wasn't well thought out, um, <laughs> clearly. So we've been, you know, we we tease like the NFL draft. We did a ton of coverage leading up to it. Um, we are here really to talk about like early looks. If you're doing fantasy drafts, if you're starting to like do a mock draft or look at who are your keepers going to be and and all of those fun things, and then our sole purpose in life is really for your $5 bet to win you nine to $25 (laughs) Um, on a weekly basis. No less than 17. Yeah. (laughs) So that is our goal. Mm -hmm. Um, Alex, I'll start with you, bud. Welcome back. And (laughs) give us a few players that you are excited about this year. So the first one's going to, it's not going to be obvious, but I think he's got to come back here ahead of him. And it might not be popular with some um, some groups, but Deshaun Watson. Oh, I think that lost. he's gonna yeah. he's gonna build some chemistry with the Browns. Um, he's gonna get back to form. He's got kind of things behind him at this point, and I just with some models that I've seen, he's gonna perform very well this year. It's gonna be you know I'm not saying pick him as the number one overall pick, but if you're looking at DraftKings going forward, he's gonna have some value, especially in the early weeks of the season. Yeah, I couldn't possibly agree more on him returning back to at least 90, 95% of the form he showed in Houston. He's not old. He he didn't do anything for a year, but hear about how much of like a, a trouble he was going to be in with his life. Like he couldn't have been focused on football. The only I have, I think that offense is going to hum. The only hesitation I have is they have the 26th hardest schedule for quarterbacks at this point, right? These things mm-hmm. change. It's not a guarantee. Yeah. And only the 14th are running back, and it's Chubbs last season. So part of me is a little worried because I am invested in some Browns offense, Watson and Cooper, that they're just going to like run Nick Chubb into the ground. A good bet to hedge this might be like Nick Chubb leads the league in rushing futures bet because I bet you'd get decent odds on it. But I don't know. It could go either way because we'll see if these things actually hold up. You know, and Watson's fast enough that he's going to open it up, right? So yep. they're going to have more time before the throw. They're going to have to spread out their defense. I think that that just opens up the the Browns' offense a little bit more. So yeah. I, you know, for me, granted, he's not going to be Mahomes. He's not going to be Josh Allen. But I think that he's going to be the $6,600 quarterback that you can really build some stars around. Yep. Yep. Yeah, we might get some discounts on him early. Yep. Yeah, I like that. Week one. They're at home against Cincy. Where I am right that, now. It, where you are. Full oh, circle. Gosh. Full circle. That, that, could be, that could be one of the two games. I bet you that'll be one of the highest over-unders. That could be slinging it around. If they win, I'm buying everybody Skyline chili. Everybody. Give Rick a bucket. He loves Skyline. <laughs> he won't stop talking about it. Well, the, the other thing about Watson, I, and I like that too, is – Right. They have the best offensive line, one of the three best offensive lines in football. And the other thing with predicting how offensive lines are going to play year over year is continuity. Right. Like, so guys play together over a three year period and they've had some consistency there. And however, Chubb doesn't likely have Kareem Hunt backing him up. No, right. So I agree with you, like contract year, let's like pound it into the ground. But at the same time, like 
they they have aspirations of making the playoffs. Winning a playoff game is going to require a healthy Nick Chubb. Um, And, you know, so I think they are going to throw the ball a bit more than they have over the past two years. So Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. Yeah, Yeah, I like it a lot. My second take is is definitely different, um, and it's a new player that I've actually had the privilege of talking about already in one of our uh, draft previews. Really loving Dalton Kincaid on the Bills. Ooh, I oh, think his size is going to open up the middle of the field for Allen, and I think that he's going to have immediate impact there. I like it. I like that a lot. Yeah. It's always more fun, I feel like, to – bet a little bit on the guys that like might have not had the greatest year of the year prior and everybody forgot about him. You can make a living doing that in fantasy for sure. So he's, he's new obviously. So people don't yeah. know, but like they, they associate him. What I mean by that is like, they kind of look at him like Dice Dawson Knox who had that great year a year before two years before last year. Eh. Alan so loves like, throwing the tight ends, right? Dawson Knox had what, like 75 targets last year. He had a lot. So they Coach has been telling everybody they're going to play him as like a slot tight end. He's yeah. going to they're, they're treat, he's going to be the second uh, option in the receiving game because Gabe Davis ain't it. So, well, that's the thing, right? Like they've tried a million different combinations of who's their third receiver. Gabe Davis is go run a fly route and yep. make a contested catch down the field. Um, yep. And and Stefan Diggs, one of the best route runners in yep. the league. But and then they have tried like uh, Emmanuel Sanders for a minute um yep. cole beasley uh why can't i think of the the little guy <laughs> i sound like tommy heitzen uh, one, the little McK- guy mckenzie um, not mckenzie mckenzie yeah mckenzie. isaiah mckenzie yeah. Uh, former yeah. denver bronco i yeah. i shame on me um as the slot third receiver right and yeah and maybe it doesn't need to be a 511 guy um that's trying to find space in the middle of the field maybe it's a six foot four guy that isn't playing in line you know yeah, uh, yeah harder matchup now like i i think he is going to be one of those rare tight ends we don't see it very often that makes an immediate impact as a rookie yeah, um i think so too yeah it's a good pick it's a great pick so we're gonna be he's gonna be cheap early even though he shouldn't be mm-hmm. we're gonna be yeah. locked in on him they have the 15th easiest passing schedule and the 28th hardest rushing schedule so this is like a flip situation potentially again whatever it's worth they might be chucking it they also don't want alan we've talked about this running the ball at all so he's going to be throwing yep. well and we we know how our view is on tight ends right you either get uh-huh. kelsey or you get nothing yep up yep top shelf or under the fridge yep. whatever is falling under there a cheerio or something we'll yank that out and look for something on i'm just getting quick enough but um <laughs> <laughs> maddie <laughs> Yeah. So what do you have for, for you've been looking at game one, week already. one already um, for FanDuel. What do you have lined up? So we're going to lose the um, Chiefs and Rams because that's the first game, which is a great move by the NFL. That is going to be a very fun first game. Lions could be electric. Chiefs obviously are. We lose Super Buffalo. Question, is it Thursday night game? Thursday night. Thursday yep. night, Chiefs, yep. Chiefs, yep. Lions. Yep. Um, we lose the Monday night game too. That's Buffalo and New York. So we lose some guys there. And then I think we lose the Sunday night game, which is Dallas and giants. So we're okay. losing a lot of good offenses right out of the gate. So the games that I'm looking at as that Cincy and Cleveland game that AB already mentioned, yep. that could be a shootout. Um, Miami at, at the chargers that's got shootout potential. Um, a sneaky one that might be shootout because the teams are just really bad. 
would be um, either Tampa and Minnesota or Arizona and Washington, where they're just like they, the defense has no clue and they're just it's just an air raid. So I, I think going to be concentrated. Interesting. I'm going to Justin Jefferson is the highest rated non quarterback in into fantasy projections of the year, right? And he's like guy. number four or something. Like he's got miles ahead of every other receiver. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I think the game that I'm I'm dialed in on um is Miami at at uh Los Angeles. Um yeah. if we want to grab some quarterbacks, some wide receivers there, maybe it's Eckler if he's on the team then and you know not holding out. I don't think he's gonna hold out, but um probably get a cheap like a chain or something at running yeah. back and you can pay up somewhere. Yeah, I, I think it's worth spending on that game um yeah. a bit. Um did Eckler finish as the number one fantasy back last year from a points perspective? Uh let me check. I think so. Yeah. I bet he did because McCaffrey missed some games. Yeah. Oh no, uh, wait. <laughs> can you believe it? Probably the games we picked him, honestly. Um he was I mean, every league is gonna be a little bit different, but in this league that I'm looking yeah. at. So actually, I, ironically, he was sixth oh wow okay behind McCaffrey Barkley Chubb Henry and Mixon wow I would pick Eckler over all those guys now yeah the only ones he wasn't close to were Barkley and McCaffrey I think Barkley and McCaffrey had like sneaky elite seasons that we all kind of forgot about well Um, a a team that Matt you mentioned a game like I think this is probably going to be the least watchable NFL game of the season Mm. is Arizona at Washington. Um, It's sad that one of those teams has to win the game, (laughs) but I, I don't see either team winning more than five or six games. I was looking at the schedules doing a million different (laughs) simulations on it. And so I, I would stay away from every single player um, on offense there wise i know we're we're jumping the gun here no we're not no hey listen preparation you've got to be prepared and we're just giving the people what they need we're getting out in front for them any um any quarterbacks you see making like a leap right we saw jalen hurts was probably like the eighth or ninth quarterback going into last year for fantasy purposes Mm -hmm. and right now he's being drafted as the second maybe the third um any quarterbacks that you see making that similar leap either Alex or Manny? You got I can't one get on my one so far. I So yeah. mine's like a – my answer is a little bit of a weird answer. So I have a couple answers for different reasons. I'm going to go through them real quick. I think Stafford could have a sneaky bounce back, like top, let's say, 15 year. And yeah. last year he literally didn't even play. So that would be a pretty big bounce back. Um, that would be like a Geno type um, ascension. Yeah. I think – it's a weird answer, but in the middle zone, a lot of people have forgotten about Dak, and they're just yeah. kind of like, he's That's average. I yeah, I mean, the Cowboys kept saying they were going to run the ball, and they let one of their running backs, even though he sucked, go, and then went and traded for a receiver and added to that room. I think they're going to let Dak essentially, you know, make make the call. And he's shown in the past, like, he has one bad random year where he's coming back from a broken finger and throws a bunch of picks, and people are like, oh, he stinks. Forget, like, all seven of the years before where he was awesome. So he would, he yeah. could have like only because he's in that middle zone. I think he could creep up and be like a top eight ish QB and people wouldn't uh, I agree. Be expecting I agree. it. 
That's exactly where I was going to go with that. I think that he can't go further down, right? And no. The Cowboys have put too much money into him and too much investment to yeah. fall off, right? So they're going to make play calls to give him the opportunity. It's on him at this point. Yeah. Yeah. In years, in the year that he didn't miss, like when he's, he's played five full seasons out of the seven seasons he's been in the league last year, he only played 12 games. He's been a top, his worst finish was four QB 14. And this last year he was QB 18. So he had a two and eight, a seven and a 10. So I feel like he's a top eight guy and it, it'll just happen. He'll get back to it. Uh, he, he has an argument potentially after this year is like the top quarterback in the NFC, which is yeah. crazy to think about. But, um, and then the other thing too is like, yeah, they they brought in Brandon Cooks. Like they they have done exactly what we've talked about. Yep. Teams drafting like a wide receiver room, like a basketball team, right? You need yep. a power forward, you need a point guard or a shooting guard or a small forward. Like you need a three on three team. Yep. Um, they have CD Lamb on the outside who can also play in the slot, and now they have their deep threat with Brandon Cooks. Yep. And Michael Gallup's Gallup. your sideline guy. Like he's I'm, pretty good I'm in the intermediate. Big, I've been into Michael Gallup Same. since for a few years. He's a Colorado he State guy. I know. I've always loved him because I have a soft spot for those, obviously, Colorado schools. But yeah. he's but he's now he's in a position where if he is healthy, that's where he should be the third option. He's not yeah. a second option guy because he only does a couple things. Contested catches, and he's great around the sidelines. Like he just and, makes and those in grabs. The red zone, too. He's yep. Um, he finds a little yep. bit of space. So, yep. yeah, I, I, you know. If they could get Cook, too, if they get, if Dalvin does get cut and he ends up there and you add him go. to Pollard, then it's where okay, wheels up. Wheels but, up. <laughs> um, other, like, any running backs. So I want to go position by position. Okay. Running backs that you see making the leap into, like, oh, my gosh, this guy is a fantasy star and we don't even know it yet. Yep, I've got one right off the top, and it's not a homer pick, but um, Ramon J. Stevenson will end up being like a top five, six back. He has to be. He you has take to be. Words out of my mouth right yeah, now. Yeah, AB and I are so synced. Yeah, but I'm also gonna, or... I'm going to continue riding Josh Jacobs too. I yes, think that doesn't die off. Nope, nope. And he they keep feeding him. Um, for Stevenson, it's a couple factors. Gibby, it's he's efficient. He's going to get volume for sure. Yeah, he's involved in the passing game. Right, he had. Um, I don't even know what it was last year. I'll have to look real quick, but he had um, a decent amount of work in the passing game, which means they're going to use him there again. Yeah. He had um, 50 grabs last year. It's a lot. So they got no playmakers on the offense and they don't really trust Mac to do very much. So he's going to be heavily involved. Like he could have like a Kamara type season out of nowhere. You're saying Juju isn't going to change this offense? Oh, I forgot. I was thinking, like, who's on that team? Who are the receivers? And I was like, Devontae Parker. I literally forgot they signed him. So the same guys. They just yeah. changed <laughs> yeah. the name yeah. Juju yeah. with, uh, with yeah. Jacoby Oh, but, yeah. um, I feel like Dobbins is going to have a big year, too. Um, okay. I, I like that offense a lot. Todd Monken, their new offensive coordinator, is a guy who's coached at a different couple, couple different places in college. And everywhere he's been, he opened it up and they chucked the ball around. And yeah. Lamar can do that. He's accurate. They got a lot of good receivers. And so I think there's going to be a lot of room for him. And he already is like top five in yards per carry average over his career. So I think he could have a sneaky big year where they don't want Lamar rushing the ball in at the goal line either. He's too fragile. They got to keep him protected. Yeah. So I think he could get a lot of work and have a really sneaky bounce back year. Agreed. Um, one guy that... I, I get excited like watching some of the 
highlights and, and, you know, <laughs> at 11, 15, when I know I should be going to bed. Um, but I'm like, oh, let me just get 12 more minutes in. Um, Travis Etienne. Yes. Uh... I, I think there is, you talked about Kamara, like the build, the size, et cetera, like I think, and pass catching ability and having Calvin Ridley there is going to open up that offense quite a bit. And like, you know, we talk about route runners, there's Stefan Diggs, there's Amari Cooper, there's all the Alabama guys, right? Like Judy and, and yeah. obviously in Calvin Ridley, like it's a lineage of elite route runners and that's just going to open up that offense and take the top off of it. Jacksonville, if you want an over, um, I was trying to stay under and I know it's like 10 and a half. There's Oof. a reason why Vegas thinks it's 10 and a half. The D, the rest of that division is not good. No, it's um, not. No, I, no, I mean, not. Tennessee is, is Will Levis is probably starting eight games. Um, yeah, I would not. say eight's, eight's the line. Yeah, he won't be more than that. And, He's not ready. Yeah, 32 then, teams passed on him. 30, let's just don't forget, 32 teams all said, eh. Yeah, we're him. not sure. Yeah. Um, so that matters. And, and I, I like what the Texans did. Um, sure. No I, risk. It's going to take It's going to take time for them, right? And then um, who's the other team? Why can I find them on my <laughs> – Another team you're bullish on? No, no, no. The, uh, the AFC South. Um, Oh, oh indeed. Yeah. yeah. And they yeah. don't know what they're doing at quarterback yet. Like Anthony Richardson, even if he starts week one, like he's not going to be ready. So yeah. Jacksonville has six games there. They might go six and oh, maybe five and one or four and two, but there are other winnable games. And then I think two of their road games are in Europe. Um, yes. Which, one's against the Patriots, I think. Yeah. Uh, so that bodes well. And also, I think we're going to see a Trevor Lawrence. Ascension. He was my other quarterback answer for you uh, earlier. We're getting to elite territory where it's, you know, he surpasses Herbert. Um, I think it's, he's going to be on the same level as Burrow. That offense has a chance to basically be like Miami light because Kirk and Ridley both soared and Ingram too is quick. Like he's not a traditional tight end. Like they might just rip the ball around. Yeah. So that was going to be my question is kind of playing devil's advocate because I wanted to be big on J-Law last year. What What is he doing that's making you think that he's going to get to that elite level? I, I mean, I know his college career, but I just haven't seen it in the professional career yet. I So, Gibby, you have an answer for this. Mine is his situation coming into the league has not been great. Like that first year with Urban Meyer, throw it completely out. So it's almost like last year was his rookie year to me. I know that's not how it works. And I know that's not fair to guys who like have, you know, similar shitty situations. But he showed enough last year in what I consider to be his like red shirt freshman year that he can do the things like, you know, understands where he is in the pocket, looks guys open, like makes the right reads, doesn't throw the ball into danger spaces. And now he has talent around him. So I just kind of feel like, and a good coach, which he already took a huge step forward. I think that there's plenty more there. So I think, I think they started the year something like two and six. Yeah. Um, And it was like, Oh, what do we have with, with Lawrence tools guy, right? Like he's just all tools, no actual production, in terms of wins and losses, but I think things started to click and he, he hadn't lost a game like going into his senior year of college Mm -hmm. from high school and college. 
Um, so he's a proven winner. He's a leader. Um, no opportunity, like Maddie said, like no opportunity to actually lead it with whatever was going on um, in Jacksonville last year. And, and the tools have always been there. Um, he can scramble, but he's always looking to pass and like, he's not looking to run out of trouble. He's yep. looking for where does the defense break down? Like, so he's making that next level um, read that, you know, is it, it looks so easy when quarterbacks do that <laughs> during a game and you're watching it and you're like, why can't my quarterback do that? <laughs> but yeah. it's, it's just a, it's a challenge and it's an elite level. Um, and he doesn't get scared of the pass rush either. Um, you know, one of the knocks, the only real knock on him coming out of the draft was he didn't play in the SEC. Right. So didn't see the elite edge rushers every single week. Um, but he He doesn't take sacks either. That's another big thing. No, he's, he's smart. He's done it. And he's an adult. Like basically tied Mahomes and Allen last year, two guys that don't get sacked in like lowest amount of time sack. I think Hertz even had more. Um, all of them were like halfway to what Justin Fields took for sacks. He is a prodigious sack taker. It's almost impressive. Yeah. So last thing on Trevor Lawrence, like, He's um, he's a 24 year old adult, like in the room that acts like a cerebral, you know, 32 year old guy that's been in the league for 12 years or 10 years. Um, yeah. And and I think that matters. And like the, the rest of the team buys in. And also, even though they lost their right tackle, they still have a really good offensive line. Excuse me. Yes. Um, and, you know, and then all the talent around, too. So, yeah. Before we move on, I have to go back and call myself out because his blonde hair just really got me going, and I was thinking about Jennifer Lawrence and called yeah. Law instead of <laughs> T-Law. So. Oh, that's oh, fair. Hey, Welcome mental back. health. Yeah. Way to take ownership of yeah. that mental health month. We're proud of you, dude. Yeah, we've been we've been at it. We've been doing um, a lot of work out here. <laughs> but I have to let out all of my anger with you guys. So uh-huh. yeah, yeah, you <laughs> took some of that today. Yeah, yeah, you did. Um, uh, any wide receivers you see? Taking Lee, Alex. Nothing in particular. I tend to stick with my guns, right? You know me. I I tend to be kind of um, focused in my fantasy picks, and I really like Tyreek Hill, and I really like Stefan Diggs, uh, and I just don't see any drop off on them this year. I don't either. Yeah, I'm looking down the list right now, and none of these guys qualify. Like Cup's going to have a break, uh, um, a comeback year, right? He's yeah, going to have a great you know. year, and like. It's all the usual suspects, like the guys you mentioned, Devontae Adams, Diggs, Lamb, um, Waddle. Devonta Smith, I think, is going to have – could potentially have an even better year than he had. I agree. Him and A.J. Brown could be, like, up there together. Um, Terry McLaurin is older, but I feel like he's going to have his best season this year because the quarterback that they're going to have playing, most likely, is Sam Howell, and he does have the ability to throw the ball down the field and get guys open and – very runs yeah. his routes. So I think he could have a sneaky good year when, you know, everybody always kind of like slots him into the middle. I also think Gibby Judy's going to have his best season ever. Cause he's the only receiver left on that team with any athletic ability at this point. Like so, AB and I could cover Sutton without any issues. He can't move. Well, he, he'd catch every contested ball. Over. Well, he would, no, he would um, never get off the line. <laughs> AB and I would jam him. And he wouldn't <laughs> no, no, no. Um, one of the best run blocking wide receivers. <laughs> yeah. We'd be blocking him into the backfield. This is what would be happening. Um, I think yeah. it's interesting meeting the amount of phone rolling I've been doing. <laughs> I, <laughs> those hips are fluid. Yeah. <laughs> 
No, I, I, I do think Judy, like the, the question with him is health, right? He, uh, my, you know, my, my older brother, Matt was texting me like, what are they doing? Taking another receiver. And the reason is right. Like Hamler tore a pack working out. Um, they need a deep mm-hmm. threat. Uh, Tim Patrick is coming off an ACL and, um, and Sutton is good, but like, you know, he, he was on a path to be what T Higgins is right now is saying this in text, but then he tore his ACL. He lost a step to a degree and this is year two back fully healthy. Mm-hmm. So we'll see, but um, Judy is the elite playmaker. And I think there's a little fire under Judy's heels. Like he sees what other guys in his draft class are doing. Like that's what these athletes do. They look at players at their position in the same draft class he sees Justin Jefferson. He probably knows I'm not catching yet, but like, mm-hmm. you know, there are other guys out there. He doesn't want to be like AJB was AJ AJB was in that class, right? No, no, no. Um, it was the year after AJB. Okay. In Metcalf. Um, That's right. That's right. So um, at what point are we calling for the head of the strength and conditioning coach of the Broncos? Well, he, he was fired. He was fired. Oh, you hear, hear his voice went out. He's like, well, I've got great news for you. <laughs> and I'm really excited about this. Uh, unfortunately, he was fired. Do you want me to get into the uh, 18% of snaps missed by projected starters? We'll give you 30 uh, seconds. We'll give you 30 full no, seconds. If I'm, I'm going to lose my shit. You guys, <laughs> you guys are really gracious with the Broncos. Uh, so I'll stop there. Um, so first coach fired. Ooh. Oh man, that's a good one. Um, it won't be anybody who just got a job because that just doesn't happen. Yeah. So that rules out a bunch of guys. Um, Dallas will be too good. Denver's not in the mix. Detroit's not in the mix. Green Bay's not in the mix. Houston. John Payton. Oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> a, oh, 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 McDaniel's. 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 No question. McDaniel's. Yeah, yeah. That team's not by players, not by fans right now. Yep. Yep. Minnesota uh, gets a year if they have a down year, they get a, a freebie because they lucked into that 14 win season and it was magical. So O'Connell bought himself another year. He's safe. There's no yeah. hot, there's no heat there. Um no. McVay um, decides when he leaves. Honestly, maybe McDaniels. Um yeah. Uh, so I have I McDaniels. Also, like Petty McDaniels, and I'm just as petty. Um who's Tampa's coach now? There is a there was a rumor that Josh McDaniels traded Darren Waller, not because of the contract, but because he wasn't invited to his wedding. I heard um, that. Yeah. So. <laughs> He's saying he there's a lot of stories like that from when he was here in New England. In Denver, yeah. Like and in Denver. Yeah. He's I mean he got rid of Jay Cutler for, you know, being perfect. But quite frankly, the I, only thing you and Rick agree on is Jay Cutler's greatness. Yeah, um, I, Todd Todd Bowles is still the coach in Tampa for some. Oh, reason. there could be there could be an exodus there. No, he's going to be the Lovey Smith sacrificial lamb, isn't he? They're going to run him out there. They're going to win three games, and they're going to tell him, "Hey, we'll pay you. You don't have to work too hard, but like you know, lose them all because we need a new quarterback." He's not getting um, fired. The the only other two that I potentially have are um, Ron Rivera in Washington, new ownership group. Yep, he's an you idiot. Know, yeah um and and that could go south very very quickly yeah and then there were some rumblings at the end of the year in tennessee about rabel i think it would be a mistake um i think rabel's a really good coach and you know like there were 
two years ago where he started, it was like 157 different players starting yeah. for them. Um, get another job. He still went quick. like 12 and five or 12 and four at the time. But yeah. um, so I think it would be a mistake, but they're rumbling. So those are some other two to watch. The only uh, one I can think is that, you know, he's a fan favorite and he's had very poor talent around him, but how long does Mike Tomlin get the pass? Until he leaves. Yeah. That's lifetime. Yeah. For sure. that's, they would never run a, Yeah. He won't be like an in season. No. Yeah. No, no, no. Fire. No, he'll like, go when he goes. Ver- like they, they, you know, agreed mutually agreed. I, part ways. Yeah. He's not. Yeah. It's his call. I think LaFleur and green Bay should have more heat on him than he probably will, but their schedule yeah. is the easiest schedule in the league. They're going to walk to like eight, nine, 10 wins. Oh, I, I think under, Oh, they have the easiest schedule in the entire league by far. I know, I know, but I don't think they're good. Wow, so that's the second thing you and Rick are going to be aligned on. What is this? This is (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Um, And so anyway, last one. Actually, two. Okay. Um, Comeback player of the year. Who do you have? You know who mine is. Oh, God, God. I, I've let's just invalidate. Right. Why don't you just say it and we'll invalidate it's it? It's Demar Hamlin if he steps onto the football field. All right. If he steps onto the football field, it is the easiest bet in the world. I don't know what the odds are. Find them anywhere. <laughs> that's that's the smart. Yeah. All right. Okay. You're playing. But also, odds, Russell right? Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> he backdoored us. I'm yeah. kidding. I, I'm kidding. <laughs> you're um, not. You're not. Well, I'm not. Um, (laughs) It's just so nice to have Alex back. It is. Yeah. It's nice. He keeps you honest. That's it. That was enough. He's got a clock. It'll be, it'll be cup or. Oh, cup's good. I'm going to go the opposite of DeMar Hamlin. And I'll say it could be Deshaun Watson and the whole world would crumble. (laughs) Would crumble onto itself. Fox news would be so pumped. Oh, I want that. I want that chaos. Give me Deshaun Watson, comeback player of the year. Hey, you know, I called it early in this broadcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. Whether I'm targeted now or not, you know. We'll keep an eye on it. We'll keep an eye out. Uh, all right. Uh, uh, Gibby, before we go, did you have somebody that you wanted to win the lottery tonight? Um, did you have a preference? I want uh, Victor on the Spurs. Okay. And you don't, don't want me to spoil it. Happened. All right. You're going to go watch. Did you tape it? I did tape it. Lunatic. Yeah, I'm recording. Okay. Um, we need our May 16th Super Bowl eh. matchup and pick. Uh-huh. Alex, give it to me. It's impossible for me to bet against Kansas City at this point. Uh, and in the NFC, I think it's probably going to be the Eagles again. Or the Eagles, excuse me. You can change it. You can change it when we get to the real predictions in August. At this point, I'm going to go Eagles win. Okay. This one would have to be, my pick is really putting a lot of faith in a man who I don't trust to do the right things, but it kind of feels like Dallas Baltimore could be a, could be a Super Bowl. Mm. Um, Baltimore. I have Baltimore winning it all this year. I think they'll win the whole thing. Because the defense is elite, and the offense now has a yeah. ton going on, and a great offensive coordinator for the first time. Like, 
they had a Basaccia level offensive coordinator the last couple of years, right? Like a woefully inept human who just like you watch, you're, you're watching from your couch and you're like, this guy is a bozo. There's no way he can put it together. So I think the Ravens will end up winning. You have to think that there's actual buy-in from Lamar now too for staying with them after all that noise. So he has to believe in the team. So many weapons. He can just chuck the ball around if they want to. The defense is always great. It's it's yeah. loaded. So I mean, where do you you think they have a better defense in Denver, or is it are they close? They or do. What's your, they do. Yeah. Um, they don't have a better free safety or cornerback, but they have better overall defense. Of course not. Nobody has a better cornerback. No, well, that's actually true. <laughs> 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 so, yeah. Um, no, I have Cincinnati. I think it's Joe Burrow. Yeah. Um, that you know, I he's <laughs> I. I feel like there's like an 80s movie that like Joe Burrow should be starting in as the st- or starring in. As the starting you hear this? The fans listening live heard this uh-huh. banging on my door right now. To try to oh, I know. Bit, yeah. Are you okay? Are you safe? <laughs> <laughs> no. I love it. You're well out. Um, yeah. <laughs> Bur- yeah, I, I just think it's time. I, I think. Uh, I love Kansas City, even though I, I like should that. beat them. But it's so hard to go back to back, and I think there's a little bit of a drop off. And they lost the enemy. He's he yeah. ran that offense. Yeah, and Cincinnati, it just seems right. Um, and I think they beat. Uh, even though I want to say Philadelphia, um, I think there's another team that sneaks in there, and I think that team is Dallas. Um, mm-hmm. So I think we're going to wow. see a Cincinnati Dallas Super Bowl. I um, wanted to pick San Fran, but like I just feel like there's too much weirdness going on. I mean, that's what's what going on with the quarterback? Like steady quarterback situation before you can pick him. Yeah, I mean, it's something doesn't smell right there. Who's and the best like, of the three? Like we don't know if Purdy right now, if Sam they're all Darnold healthy or what. Or, like or Lance are the best. We don't know. I don't like any of them. I mean, Purdy we know is just like a game manager, which I guess works. Yeah. Darnold is bad. He is shown to be bad at football. But is he good if he goes San or like in San Francisco? Like you can never look at someone's history with the Jets and the Panthers. And, yeah, that's fair. And, you know, that's fair. I don't know. I mean, so yeah. Um, well, we warmed you guys up. We've got months to go. There will be a whole lot more content. Um, thank you, gentlemen. Uh, it was nice oh, to talk football, and thank you for indulging us, Alex. Thanks so much so for our twenty-minute podcast. I think we're like forty-five minutes. I know. We <laughs> couldn't stop. There's nothing. It, we've been bottled up for so many weeks. It was just inevitable. We're we're lucky we kept it under an hour. To be honest, happy to be back, boys. Good to see you, bud. Thanks, Al.